This week, we talk about something you better make sure is a part of your summer. Welcome to the Rural Pastor Podcast with your host, Andy Addis, and special guest, Mark Clifton. We plant the seeds in the ground, though the fields have long been brown. Lord, when will your harvest come in? I'm giving all I've got to give in the place where I've been sent. But will my labor make much difference in the end? Will no one ever know? Sometimes I feel so all alone. Like the prophet Jeremiah, you may be the one to go to the dying and the broken with a message of hope to that church on the corner of that forgotten little town to a room of empty peers where his love can still be found. You may never know of all the seeds you sow. But it just takes one willing soul to make him know. Welcome to the Rural Pastor Podcast. I'm Andy Addis with you today. I have a special guest. I'll introduce her in just a moment. But before we do that, special congratulations to Chosen Road, the uh, authors of our our very own theme song here at the Rural Pastor Podcast. In just a couple of days, I believe it is, they will be performing at the Grand Ole Opry. And awesome. uh, how fantastic is that for them? Uh, I, I, I have a little dream that they might play that song. I don't know if they will, but... <laughs> Probably won't, but uh, but no, we're so thankful for those guys. What a great job they've done. You hear that sweet voice. You've heard her once before in a very special episode on marriage. I would like to welcome to RPP here with us today, the wonderful Mrs. Kathy Addis, my wife. How are you doing today? Oh, I'm good. I'm good. Thanks. Well, we're doing a special pullout uh, edition for uh, our normal series of podcasts that we've been doing because there's something that we wanted to hit here in June uh, of 2023 as kind of uh, an important factor. It's important all year round, but especially right now. I want to take for a, a moment and talk about the importance of vacation, mm. especially since so many of the guys that are listening to this podcast and their families, they're bivocational, co-vocational. They've got so many irons in the fire. Taking a break is almost laughable to mm. them, but but it can't be. And we're going to talk about that and, and understand that everything is scalable, mm -hmm. meaning that uh, what, what might not work in your context, at least a portion of it will. And we'll talk about that in a moment. But the Rural Pastor Podcast is this place where we just want to pour into, partner with, and pat on the back the rural pastor because what you're doing is so yeah. important. For and uh, you and I, we've been in this, in this game for... Uh, close to 30 years yeah. with just a brief stint going to school in the big city. Um, but We're still uh, in ministry. Well, well yeah, but I mean, in there. the rural location. Oh, yeah, yeah, Started yeah, in yeah. Hayes, Kansas, which the only reason Hayes really exists is they needed a place to stop between Denver and Kansas City. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Right, and we spent the last twenty years uh, next to the second largest grain elevator <laughs> in North America. Thank you very right. much. Right uh, here in Hutchinson, <laughs> Kansas, um, and and have been bivocational. We've been I've been trivocational before, mm -hmm. uh, and and now we have the blessing of of being full time. And, and there are advantages, disadvantages, all that. But one of the things that we've always tried to do is we've always tried to take some kind of vacation. Mm. Now, sometimes our vacations 
were, <laughs> how would you explain them? Uh, I would probably call them more of a workcation than a vacation. When we were poor and broke. We were poor and broke, and you were given the opportunity to preach at a camp. And, and we when like, the kids were little, they didn't care if dad <laughs> They had did to not preach, care. Right? They because they got care. to go to camp. And, right, right. Yeah. I can't imagine. Uh, those were those were hard weeks for me because you were you were doing what you were supposed to do as camp pastor, which meant I had full-time kid duty, which was okay. It, I mean, because that's what I did at home too, except that now we're in a different place and different things. And, and what do you trying, do with them? Trying to the find time? things. I mean, you can only play Uno with a three and five-year-old so many times that because they have no idea what they're doing. And we used it as vacation. We but, did. But it was often, You sometimes you were so thankful when vacation was over. <laughs> <laughs> well, but uh, in those in those times too that you were you were able to to just hang out with us and, and do the, we did the camp thing with the family. It was, it was the extra time that Mm -hmm. we tried to use. So so there was always an attempt in the, you, I don't think ever saw it as vacant. Not, not ever, not all of it. I know I had to work during part of it, but the kids during those days, there there was something for them. Yeah. Yet there was something still missing. And we're getting ready to make an argument that no matter what level you're at work, there has to be some pull away time. Mm -hmm. Um, and so before we get to that, and I, and I promise I'm going to make a biblical and a, a rational argument for this <laughs> and hopefully give us uh, what, by, by the time we're done, I want to help you, no matter what your context is, find a way to get away. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and we'll talk about that in just a little bit, but what's the best vacation we've ever been on now? We've been married 29 years this summer. Yeah, next uh, month. And so we've got, that's right, next month. <laughs> uh, and um, we, we've got a lot of uh, road time under the belt. Mm-hmm. We've we've got, had some fun stuff and we've had some great stuff. But what, in your mind, what's one of the best vacations? I, I think the one that rises to the top is when we went camping at um, Custer State Park in, mm-hmm. around and went to see Mount Rushmore. Yeah. And and it was not luxury at it all. It was not cooking it, over the campfire. I loved it. Yeah, I loved it. And the boys were I don't know ten and twelve maybe. Yeah, we maybe were, not we quite were. that old. I don't remember, but and we was, hiked Mount Harney, the second yeah. the highest peak that side of the Continental Divide. So they we had that did under a the lot belt. of free stuff. Yeah, lots of free stuff. Yeah, found but all the free why stuff. Why was that great? Because if you ask me, that would be the one I too. I said, I go back to that one. Mm. I thought it was great, but um, I think because we were. We were way away from everything we knew. Like, we were just there. Mm. Like, there was no running to, you know, I just, I, I can, I can play for the rest of the day. I just need to go run and do this one thing first. Mm-hmm. It was just, it was just us and lots of nature. <laughs> and um, I don't know. It was just, the, the boys weren't quite into their electronics yet, you know. Yep. Um, I don't know. It was just. I loved it Very too relaxing. for several of those same reasons because you weren't twisted in those different directions. It was super simple. It mm-hmm. wasn't super expensive. Right. Uh, but also, we, I, I always do a summer study with the family. Mm-hmm. Uh, we would do some kind of devotional together. And we had never done anything as substantial as this before, but that was the summer we did Experiencing God. We did the student mm-hmm. version of Experiencing God. We had some of the best conversations. Yeah. It was, yeah. it was really, hey, so yeah, that was a great time. And we're going to, we'll dissect that a little bit, but before we, before we dissect our own vacation, mm-hmm. I just want to say it's really important. And because there is again, a rational reason and a biblical reason for this. Um, but we're getting ready to jump into that season of baseball games and backyard barbecues, mm-hmm. and there is no downtime anymore. 
Hmm. There used to be a kind of an ebb and a flow in the church calendar. There just isn't anymore. Right. It's just pedal to the metal all the time. If you don't draw lines, no one will draw lines for you. Mm-hmm. And That's the right. church will kill you yeah. and not know they're doing it. They'll feel bad right. about it later, but right. they won't even know. And the problem is you're going to go, nope, I'm just, I love the Lord. We're doing this for the Lord. And, and sometimes we do stuff the Lord never asked us to do. Yeah. <laughs> if I can be really honest <laughs> He's with like, you. Uh, yeah, that's not me. <laughs> yeah, very good. So let's talk a little bit about the need for vacation time. I want to quote an, a, a paragraph from an article out of Forbes. So not necessarily a spiritual publication, but a well-known <laughs> publication. And the title of the article was Why Taking Vacation Time Could Save Your Life. That's oh, a pretty wow. powerful title, right? Here's what it says. American workers are notorious for being workaholics. Since March of 2020, an overwhelming majority of U.S. employees have shortened, postponed, or canceled their vacation time, according to one survey. Another recent study found that 26% of respondents had never taken two weeks of vacation at one time. And the Center for Economic and Policy Research has gone so far as to call the U.S. as the no-vacation nation. Hmm. We're, as a culture, slipping in this direction. And I'm going to make the argument that that's not healthy and that for your congregation, they reflect that. And so your natural tendency is, well, I have to meet them there. I can't show Mm -hmm. weakness. Maybe your job is to model for them Mm -hmm. what a healthy family life is like. And uh, I will say this, that same article had some statements, and we're not going to give them all the airtime today, but here are just the headlines that they had actual proven benefits of taking some time off. Vacation time increases mindfulness. Vacation time improves heart health. Vacation time reduces stress. Vacation time boosts brain power. And vacation time improves sleep. Hmm. Now, each one of those, if you just took them on their own, that's a benefit. I know some pastors who haven't had a good night's sleep in forever. <laughs> that's right. Forever. Uh, or just reducing stress. Part of that, too, I think one of the reasons pastors don't do that is it's more work to be gone mm. than it is just to stay. Isn't that what they say? I, mm-hmm. You've heard me say that I've heard before. you say that. Uh, but it, that may be very well true the first year, but you have to establish some rhythms and trust right. and growth, or you will stay stuck on the hamster wheel forever. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so part of this is, is learning how, you hate to say it, learning how to relax. Learning how to take a break because these things are not just for your mental health. They are actually you modeling health for the mm-hmm. congregation and for your family. How important to you is it that, that first of all, when we had kiddos, that the whole family got away? And how important is it that you and I got away from time to time? And I don't mean for two weeks to Milan because we've never done that. <laughs> you know, we, we don't hop Although play. our 30th anniversary is coming. Yeah, I know I'm you want to do something really special. <laughs> We're going to try. We're going to try. No. Um, but but how important is it to you as a wife for life, almost mm-hmm. 30 years, raised a couple kiddos, they're both good kiddos in ministry Thank and you, out of the house, debt free. Uh, one's married and the other's going to be married to some godly women. Couldn't be any happier. So we, we're thankful that God's mm-hmm. given us a good track record. How important in their growing up was the vacation time? And then how important was the you and I time as well? Well, of course, it's very important. But I think it shows, it helps, from my perspective, it helped me to see that you prioritized us. Mm. And and I knew, I know, I know, and I even recognized, I was, you know, even in my frustration, sometimes I was able to recognize that the boys and I had to be on the same level of priority for a lot of that. Um, 
because it's hard to, when your kids are little, it's hard to get just mom and dad time. Mm-hmm. Like that's right. <laughs> moments is what you get. And, um, and I appreciated those a lot, but what it showed me was that yes, your work is important. Yes. Your job is important, but we are also important. And I could say that all day long, but right. you, you only believed it when... When you showed it. Yeah. I mean, you, when you stopped your work long enough to make time for us, was it, that was super impactful. Because if you preach a sermon and say, it's God first, it's mm-hmm. family second, it's everything else third, and then you live in a way where the family's actually third, fourth, or fifth down the line, right. then those words start to pale in comparison. Yeah, they, they don't mean anything. Don't mean anything, and and you can take that once or twice. Every good pastor's wife, every good pastor's family, every good pastor's kid knows that there are going to be exceptions. Sure, there's going to be that moment that sure. there's an emergency that something takes place, but yeah. it's the it's the the concerted effort mm-hmm. and the putting your money where your mouth is that makes a difference, right? Absolutely, absolutely. So in doing so, we we did that with family a lot, but then I really tried, uh, and and you can critique me on this if you'd like, because we want to be helpful to everybody else, but really tried to once or twice a year for you and I to get away for a night. Uh, and, uh, we also practiced a date night. Yes. Um, matter of fact, if you go to our church and you say, uh, when's pastor's date night, they'll echo back Thursday. Thursday. Cause they, they know <laughs> you better be bleeding from the eyes. If you call me on a Thursday. Right. Yeah. That, uh, that the, started early. Yeah. Yeah. Those important as well. I mean, th- that's not a mm-hmm. vacation, but that's establishing a rhythm. Well, of when you've had a really rough week, mm-hmm. that one date night could feel like a vacation. <laughs> Like, it can. I just need to get away from these little people. Well, and we're in rural places, and sometimes you're if you if your date day can drive an hour to the big city where they have the Walmart, <laughs> you know, grab some high mall. some high end food from the Olive Garden. Oh my gosh! Uh, you know that's that's a. It seems very I don't know redneck. No, Podunk, well, but, but it's beautiful. It really is. It it really is. I mean, even just going to a different coffee shop. Is nice. It's it's just prioritizing. And I don't know if every lady's like you. They're all, you're all different, but I have sensed a common theme as a as the man. Sometimes what you have wanted, and I've heard this from several other ladies, is you want to not make those decisions. Amen. <laughs> you just want I, to be swept off your feet. That's and, right. Take me on a date that is already planned for crying out loud. <laughs> <laughs> Where do you want to eat? I don't care. I don't, I don't know. know. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. What do you want to do? I don't know. Uh, but if, if I would show up with a couple of wildflowers I picked out of the ditch and said, <laughs> I've already got a restaurant and a plan, get in I'm the, the truck. I'm the happiest woman you've ever met. <laughs> That's yes. it. Um, and I think that it, not not all are the same, but that right. is, I, I have heard several who said, I just don't want to make any more decisions. Just yeah. you know, take me away, Calgon. That's that, right. That shows how old we are. Wow. Yeah. Um, so, so we have this rationale that there really is, that, that a vacation could save your life because it literally improves heart health, mind health, sleep health, all that kind of That's stuff. That's amazing. Biblically, there is a case for this as well. And it's the extrapolation of what a Sabbath is. Mm. And I, I'm not going to bang this drum too much because we're going to do a whole series on something called rhythms in the near future. Mm. Um, Good. Well, uh, here. But, but r- the rhythm of the Sabbath was God's rhythm for humanity. And I would argue that there is probably very few of you out there, because I've asked this question and just taken a hand-raised poll on this. Uh, how many of you actually have a Sabbath in which you are taking time off that is refreshing, ref- reflective, and you look forward to it on a regular basis? How many of you do that? I would say it's less than 5% Wow! in ministry rooms that I'm in. Hmm. 
Well, that's actually, I, I'm, this is going to sound really harsh because it sounds like you're piling up weights, being a Pharisee now, piling up heavy weights, putting money. It's on the top 10 list of God's <laughs> commands. Yeah, true. It's number four. Remember the Sabbath and keep it holy. And here's the rub. If you're a preacher, that is never going to be Sunday. Right. It's right. just not yeah. going to be Sunday because you are working. And, and, and yes, you're helping other people take a Sabbath. You need to remember the words of Jesus who said in Mark 2, 27, and he said to them, the Sabbath was made for man, not man for the Sabbath. What is it about the Sabbath? It's a day of rest. It's a day of reflection. It's a day of isolation. Now, again, if you're working two part-time jobs or you're working two jobs bivocationally, you say, when am I going to get that? Everything's scalable. You can mm-hmm. only do what you can do, but you got to do something. Right. For instance, if you and the missus are both working that Sabbath day, uh, you, you, if you can coordinate that it just happens to be our Saturdays, well, you got a house full of kids. You're going to keep them for the morning. I'm going to keep them for the afternoon. We're each getting half a Sabbath. <laughs> we're, we're, we're going to do what we got to do. But Make you, it work. you have to start working on that rhythm. Vacation is an annual rhythm or mm-hmm. a, a year part rhythm, whatever that is. And again, if you can't get away for two weeks, can you get away for a week? If you can't get away for a week, can you get away for a weekend? If you can't get away for a weekend, can you get away for a day? Mm-hmm. You just have to start building some of this in. And my, my thought is that if you'll build it in, you're going to see the value in it. Mm-hmm. And the more you see value in it, the more you're going to sacrifice and plan for something. Yeah. Sound fair? Agreed. Uh, let me read you one more from Mark chapter 6, verse 30 through 32. The apostles returned to Jesus and told him all that they had done and taught. So they're given their debrief. And he said to them, come away by yourselves to a desolate place and rest a while. For there were many coming and going, and they had no leisure even to eat, and they went away in the boat to a desolate place by themselves. Hmm. Jesus' intention was to come away and rest. After they did ministry, come away and rest. Hmm. Now, for you Bible scholars, you're going, yeah, but what happened when they got to the other side? The crowds pressed in, and it ruined everything. (laughs) We understand that. And it happens. It does happen. That doesn't negate what Jesus was trying to do. That's right. Come away and rest. So let's dedicate the last couple minutes of this. We said it's scalable. I have come up with four words to help you sit down with your spouse and come up with a date, uh, a date day, a vacation or whatever for your family, for the two of you, but to make it scalable. And I call it the cube, C-U-B-E. Okay. Right? So here it is. You start with throwing ideas. Like if you sat, you sat down with me for coffee, and we're talking about our 30th anniversary, mm-hmm. and you want to go to Ireland. I do. You want to go to Ireland, um, which is funny because those are my people, not your people. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but, but you really want to go. And so we may do that. Th- that trip will not fit what I'm talking about right here. That would be fantastic. And it's probably going to happen for you and I because we're I blessed so. and we can do that. But that is not what we're talking about here. So going to Hawaii, uh, doing that. If you can do that, God bless you. You don't yeah. even need this podcast. Blessings. You got you got the cash and you got the resources and you, Congratulations. you get that done. This is for the rest of us who are going, how in the world do I fit this in? Cube. So the first letter of cube is the letter C. Very good. And that stands for cheap. Cheap. Now, when I say cheap, cheap. what is cheap? Cheap doesn't mean, I'm not going to give you a dollar amount. Cheap is this. It's not financially stressing to you. Mm. Now, for some of you, that means we could spend three or $400 and, you know, it's not going to kill us. For some of you, three or $400 would, you got to move heaven and earth for that. So your version of cheap's got to be 30 to $40. Sure. And, uh, And how do you do that? Well, there are all kinds of different ways as we make this scalable. 
you can get on a plane for a certain number of dollars. You can drive a car for a certain number of dollars. Mm-hmm. You can camp uh, at a state park near you for a certain number of mm-hmm. dollars. And the first part of your four-part planning is how do you keep it cheap? And cheap means that it can't be financially stressing because we've taken vacations before. I remember going, uh, we took the whole family to um, Omaha because that's the mm. big city for us. And mm-hmm. we gave the kids the choice. We can either stay at a nice hotel or we can stay at a not great hotel, but you both, you two <laughs> get a room rooms. and we get a room. Right. They're like, let's do that. <laughs> Those boys would have stayed in a roach infested who knows what, as long as they didn't have to share a room. Because they could stay up was... all night and play their Switch. <laughs> and they, and had... they ended up staying in each other's room most of the time anyway. Yeah, but isn't that anyway, crazy? That's so so we, we spent, that. anyway, the whole point was, I remember that vacation. It was a good vacation, but I spent the whole time watching the envelope of cash and thinking, okay, now we got to coordinate this so that our time of departure and our (laughs) level of cash, and and, and we skimmed by by the skin of our teeth, Mm -hmm. and, and it was great. But for me, it wasn't that great because I was constantly thinking, well, we can't do that. I'm the gatekeeper of mm-hmm. this. If we'd have set some ground rules out and paid for this stuff ahead of time and kind of made it almost like a resort because we've already paid for yeah. what we're going to do. Yeah. Uh, part of keeping it cheap means not stressing you so that you can enjoy the vacation. Right. Too. Right. And you're not constantly shooting each other looks. Can we do this? Can right. Do and planning do ahead helps a lot, too. Huge. So so cheap, uh, the first part of cube. Second, uh, the second letter of cube is? You. U, and that stands for unplugged. Ah. Unplugged. Dun, dun, dun. So I would say that when you're planning this, you need to do as much as you can to make it a techno Sabbath. Mm. Right? There, there's two or three levels of unplugged here. And the first one is technology. Mm. We're going to probably take our phones with us for sure. I oh, understand sure. that. But um, do you remember the first time I said we were down the road and I went, I didn't bring my laptop? I'm like, do we need to go back? <laughs> like, nope. Nope. I didn't bring it on purpose. Like, are you okay? Because I can't do some of the things that I could mm-hmm. do if I had it. So right. I'm just without. And you know what? The Apostle Paul did fine without a MacBook. So I think the church is going to be okay. I think it'll be all right. And, and so so take a techno Sabbath um, as much as possible. Don't let yourself be that connected, but unplugged in two other ways as well. Geographically, if you can get out of the area, because here's what happens. You can take a vacation in town, and you may have to do that from time to time. Sure. But if you're at Walmart, mm. you're going to do ministry because you're mm-hmm. a rural pastor. Yeah. Right? Someone's going to recognize you and need just a minute. I just need just a second. Hey, right? you got you got a second? So if you can unplug technologically and unplug geographically, and here's the hard one. Oh, this is going to be a little controversial. And you and I may disagree on this. I'm bringing this up. Hmm. Unplug relationally. (laughs) You have to take me with you. I'm not talking about you. Your family. Take your family (laughs) with you. Different. Uh, But if at all possible, plan family vacations. I know this doesn't go cheap that aren't with other family members or staying at other family members' houses. Sometimes you, you have to do that because sure. because of the cheapness or, or or maybe that is the purpose for you going. But every now and then, uh, the unplugging factor, uh, unplug was some, from some of that family so that it becomes a you and yours right. in that moment. Right. Is that okay? Yeah. And I think sometimes family can be on the way to of a, vaca- a, a vacation, like it's just as a stopping point. That's and such that's a good fun, point. and that's that's cheap. Part of it. Part of it, and that's intentional. But then you move on. So to that you have something else. for yourself. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah absolutely. Because because here's how this works. Um, 
very, very rarely do you and your spouse have equally loving relationships with both halves of the family. Usually one enjoys their family more than they enjoy their in-laws, right? And you may not recognize that. And so you go, we're just going to spend six days with mom. And you're like, oh, (laughs) I love your mom, but I love your mom a state away where she is. And, And so to... I love your idea. Maybe you transitional, make a visit, but always plan some time that is unplugged yeah, for your family. For your for your um, nuclear family. Nu- yeah, that's good. Nuclear, nuclear family. family. So cube, C-U, cheap, meaning uh, not financially stressing, unplugged, technologically, geographically, relationally. Cube, the third letter is? B. B. And this one's going to be, this is my favorite, and this is specifically for pastors. Uh, you need to make your vacation buffered. And when I say buffered, um, I would encourage you, if you could take a week, no matter everything's scalable, that you take a week uh, off from preaching, but it be the week after your vacation. So hmm. you preach on Sunday and you leave on Monday. Amen. And you don't have a sermon to prep that week. <laughs> because when you come back, you the the one thing you don't want to do is be worrying about your message mm-hmm. all week long, worrying about the service all week long. Let your buffering be that your vacation doesn't start with the weekend off; it ends with the weekend off. And yeah. I think for to be honest with you, thirty years in ministry, guys, that, that's gold for you. I'm giving it to you right there. I'm <laughs> just telling you, I've done it both directions. Mm-hmm. The way you enjoy the vacation, the way your family enjoys you on vacation, is if you buffer it at the end of the vacation. Yeah. Yeah, because we've we've been there before where dad's just got to pull away for a little bit. He's just got to mm-hmm. take this call. He's got to he's got to yeah. he's going to go to the coffee shop while we go to the zoo. So yeah, and we got to be back in time. Got got to be back by three o'clock on Saturday. Yeah, and uh, if you want to be back for service, that's great. But you don't have to have to be right if you've yeah. buffered. Yeah, buffered cube cheap unplugged buffered, and um, the last one the E. You want to take a guess? What do you think E stands for? Just mm. We're cubing our vacation. Cheap, unplugged, buffered. I don't know. Easy. Early. Easy. Easy. <laughs> easy. <laughs> it just needs to be easy. Uh, for you to truly have a vacation, to to say, well, we're going to drive uh, three days to spend two days and drive three days back. <laughs> that would make you a crazy person. Now, let me say, if, if you're that kind of person, you go, I love the road trip. That's the best time my family plays games. We love it. God bless you. You what? need some kind there of therapy. Stop that. <laughs> <laughs> but that's not easy for me. No, not for you. That would not be a fun vacation for you. Right. So easy as far as when you look at what it's going to take. Well, we're going to go camping in, uh, we're going to do a 14er and uh, we're going to, well, is the family ready for that? Mm-hmm. Right. Can, can Do we have the equipment for that? Uh, we're we're going to do X, Y, and Z and we're going to see this point and that point and that here's the deal as you're planning this understand that if everybody wants an adventure vacation and you can enjoy that great but if not that's not going to be a great vacation for your family or time away or a day away or whatever just make it easy mm-hmm. that sounds ideal doesn't it it does doesn't yeah. it <laughs> and, and so part of that's going to be the discussion so for instance i really wanted to do something i really i thought this is gonna be the greatest vacation ever <laughs> can't wait i heard about a river float 
down the Grand Canyon that took five days. Your cell phone didn't work. And every night they pulled up on the shore and the staff set up camp and they cooked for you. And you just got to camp out under the stars <laughs> and your whitewater rafting uh, every day. It's going to be great. And I proposed it to the family and nah. I thought it would be fun, yeah. but I don't think our, our boys were like, that sounds horrible. Uh, <laughs> and so we've never done that. That may be something you and I. I think that sounds fine. End up doing. Um, we we wanted, there was a time we thought, you know what we're going to do? We're going to go to the huge amusement park. We're going to just go blah, blah, blah. And, and they looked at us and said, you know what would be great? Is if we just went to Kansas City. Yeah, they wanted to go to the mall. We just want to go shop what? and hang out. I'm like, who are you? Why? <laughs> but I realized for me, that's easy. Yeah. I can get away with that. It's cheap compared yeah. to what I was planning on doing. And so it started fitting all the parameters, and all of a sudden I got excited about it. <laughs> yeah. Well, do you remember the uh, – we went to Red River, New Mexico. We just – we drove down there, and we stayed in a, a cheap Airbnb that actually had air conditioning, which was super cool. And it was like the most low-key – vacation ever and part of the reason the boys loved it it's was the only one that rivals the south dakota one right we're talking about, yeah. and and there was nothing extravagant if you've ever been to red river new mexico you know there's nothing extravagant there um but we planned in phone time for the boys like we that was intentional time and they were like what we're like yeah you you have two hours Connect do, with your friends. Do, do whatever you want you know if you Play can games. get a signal and it was weird how they the first day or so they were they were all over it and then they eventually just kind of after half an hour or so they were like uh can we just go do something else and it was it, hiking walking yeah doing all that kind of stuff yeah it was really cool it was it was it we, we and there were several more things to do there but there were wildfires that were going on and everything <laughs> was closed down so it was yeah. really limited and i can't and again it was if you look at it, it was cheap. It was. It was unplugged. Uh-huh. It was buffered because, right. yep, and uh, and it was just easy. It was. And, and it, it was for them too. It didn't they didn't I think they did not have the stress of having to fake being excited. <laughs> about and they were such good boys. They would try. They no they would have, yeah. but it was really it was yeah, it was one of my faves too. Well, this is just an encouragement for you. Here at the beginning of summer, I, I know that it's busy. I know you don't have all the money. I know you don't have all the time. So this no is scalable. If you, if you have weeks, great. If you have a week, great. If you have a, if you have a couple days, if you have a day, if you don't know where to start, cube it. Mm-hmm. Make it cheap, not financially stressing. Unplug technologically, geographically, relationally. Buffer it. Make sure that you're not spending all your time prepping for what you're going to do when you come back. Give mm-hmm. yourself that break on the the other end of it. And just make it easy. Make it something that is about your family and reflect the meaning of the Sabbath, which is to pull away and rest. Come away and rest mm. and just be with each other and be with Jesus. Sound like a plan? Love it. I think we need to do some of that this summer. Agreed. Let's you know, go. It's our first empty nest. Maybe ooh, we can... We could have more fun. Yes, <laughs> we could. Right. We could spend more money because they ain't with us. Right. <sighs> anyway, we love you guys so much and are so thankful for you at the mm-hmm. Rural Pastor Podcast. What we hope is that this is an encouragement to you and that you will learn to love and grow. And we're just thankful for your listenership. Please share this with others. And if you have a great vacation idea, let us know. We'd love to share it with others. Many blessings. We'll see you again at the Rural Pastor Podcast. Like the prophet Jeremiah, you may be the one to go. 
to the dying and the broken with a message of hope to that church on the corner of that forgotten little town to a room of empty pews where his love can still be found you may never know of all the seeds you've sown but it just takes one willing soul to make him Thank you so much for joining us at the RuralPastorPodcast.com. A special thanks to Chosen Road for this incredible theme music, to 180 Digital, our corporate sponsor, and you can check out both of them at our website as well as other resources because you're not alone. And Rural Pastor, we believe in you at the RuralPastorPodcast.com.